I know, we'll need some time on that for translation. Mi madre, el bicho, Lori. We've got Spanish listeners who would probably... Bicho? <laughs> okay, puta. That's, <laughs> that's better. I was going to say, you know, we just... You know, I just had to edit out the little bits we did when we did the... Just one of the guys record about Speedy Gonzalez and all that shit. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Slowpoke. Back and gone. <laughs> hey, senior Speedy. Oh, my God. We used to we used to call our boss Slowpoke Rodriguez. Did he carry a gun? No, he didn't. The slowest mouse He was in fat, all too. The slowest mouse in all <laughs> Mexico. But Slowpoke Rodriguez was not fat. He was just skinny, and he had, yeah, a, skinny, he had like a pot belly. Yeah, well, he, he was—he had that sort of distended belly look, like he, he was malnourished. Yeah, he wasn't and he sang Lukakaracha. Lukakaracha. He's probably kind of drunk too. He was probably just uh, hopped up on tequila or tequila. He was the, dr- he was the drunkest mouse. At all I started world. recording just as we started. Said he was probably all hopped up on tequila. <laughs> nice, coming across the border slowly. Yeah, we we were talking about uh, Bill and I were recording God yesterday. Was I it know. yesterday? He, he was yesterday morning. It all at ble- one. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, everything's bleeding. I I recorded earlier this morning with uh, Andy and Andy and Paul for uh, listen to the prophets, and it's I, been a I busy was, week. I was up until one o'clock with Gene and Luke. Oh dear God! Yep. Bob Fisher supposedly is doing a couple recordings with Andy for a uh, long play. Oh, cool. Oh, I got Chris Warden wants to do an ACDC episode. Mm-hmm. I, I would do a door show. It would be very interesting because I have mixed feelings on the doors. So oh, show me the like way the to the next whiskey bar. Uh, I, I had no idea that John Wetton was the lead singer of King Crimson because I oh, yeah. from Asia, basically. And, oh yeah, you know when, when you dissed on uh, Prague. Well, I usually think of uh, John Wetton in Asia as being John Wetton from King Crimson. Okay, went over See. to Asia. Because <laughs> you know, I know what's his name. Bill Bruford played. You know, it's it's amazing the 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 connections that these bands have. The crossovers, yeah, yeah. With yes and uh, Bill King Crimson's and had Al. Adrian Ballou in it, mm-hmm. um, and Tony uh, Levin is still in it. Uh. But yeah, Bill Bruford, uh, Jeff Downs was in Yes. Um, and then you've got the Steve Howe component that was in Asia with uh, both of them. And then Emerson, Lake, and Palmer with uh, Carl Paul. Well, if, if Asia tours, and if you get to see Asia, they do, uh, they'll do bit, they do, you know, basically a selection of all the, there's Yes songs and King Crimson songs. That's cool. Um, I think, I think there, um, I'm trying to think of what, one a couple of them were in a really super pop band. Well, the 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 keyboardist Jeff Downs, he was in Buggles, the one that did the Buggles, right? Video so they did Killed the Radio, Kill the Radio Star. Star, yeah. Mm. So they played here a few years back, and Mike, who did the last long play with me, saw him and gave me a detail. I, I scoffed at going to the show and then bitterly regretted it. Well, you know, it did, for for what they are, for like a a, a sort of super band or super group or whatever. I would go just to watch John Wetton sing and play bass. Yeah, and yeah, he's a good no he's a good what he was doing. And he's old now, but I've seen video of him from last year 
and he his voice is right there. It's right there. Hmm. New metal band, greatest metal band ever. Um, not new, but new metal band that I discovered that probably a lot of metalheads probably already know about that I I'm in love with is uh, Pentagram. <laughs> I'm trying Pentagram? to remember. Yeah, they made a they they made a documentary. I'm, it's like Last Chance for Life. Usually, when I hear life and metal, I think of that German band that did that song years ago. Life, last, is last days life. here. And like, it starts out with the guy. He, they they were started out in '73, and were like, they sound like basically Metallica ripped off, like wet. Um, what's the um lead singer of um? Metallica. Oh shit! He definitely Kirk, got a lot of. Uh, 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 James Hetfield. James yeah, Hetfield. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's it, also the bass player. Guys like James Hetfield, yeah. Ozzy, and um, oh, what the hell was the guy? The original singer for the Hush lead singer for Deep Purple, Rod Evans. Oh, yeah. All mixed into one, and it was like heavy, super heavy drum and guitar-driven Sabbath-y rock. Mm. And, and you know, the accompanying lyrics that would go with it, but really good. And the movie starts out like in the early 2000s, and the guy is cracked out. He's doing crack and heroin. He's got infected veins. He's living in his parents' basement. He's been recording ever since 73, but he's just gone. And this like record producer guy sort of takes him under his wing, gets him clean. The guy gets a 20-year-old girlfriend, <laughs> cleans up and ends up going on tour hmm. with Pentagram. And he's all just destroyed mentally and physically. Then when he starts singing, it's it, it brings chills. It's just amazing. Well, you and know, he's I've, touring to this day. They're touring around right now. He's got a. He married the the girl and has a kid and has been sober for six years or something like that. That's cool. You know, I've I've heard that's that's not uncommon for people with you know disabilities, whether it be you know natural disabilities or self inflicted disabilities. Well, like, he's you know, definitely he was abuse. definitely mentally ill. Like his parents were intelligent. They were like kind of fucked up, but like his dad used to work in Washington with Nixon and stuff. And they were very intelligent, and they kept him, you know, going to the doctor and stuff. And he wasn't violent or stealing or destroy. You know, he was only self-destructive. Hmm. And uh, it, it was. It's just. I was just like, oh man, we're just gonna see this guy go downhill or whatever. Or, you know, it's gonna amazing. be a train wreck, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's just so good to see it now <laughs> go in that direction. Well, that's cool. Yeah, like I said, some of those some people who are incapable of like functioning in normal situations when they get to do something like singing or playing an instrument or something that uh, that uses a different mindset, they can do that uh, much more fluently than they can with just normal interaction or stuff. So yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that happens a lot. I know what's his well, name, the, but it also sounded like this guy. This uh, he's born again Christian now. It also sounded like he was like you know he did the music, but it was also took a toll. You know he was probably 
a lot. I think a lot of people that are really good on stage also have stage fright or get and like he would he would always subvert himself and not show up on stage. It's I, just I highly recommend. I'll bet you it's on Netflix. I wouldn't doubt it. What's it called? Last days here. Ah, tea and honey. Tea and honey. I'm good. I got all sorts of. So I gotta go and watch Walking Dead with Scott McGregor after this. I gotta pack up some eBay stuff. Yeah, Walking Dead was a little was interesting. I gotta load up uh, new comics monthly Monday with Richard Dragon Kung Fu Fighter number thirteen. Nice. Everybody was Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah, did use the music that song in the yeah last day okay. yeah last days here is uh, for instant watch on on Netflix and it's point in this poignant documentary portrait an aged and gaunt Bobby Bobby Liebling former lead singer of a heavy metal act Pentagram rallies to restart his life after decades of disappointment and drug addiction so I have to add that to my queue it's really good it was. Yeah, but- Oh, sorry, go ahead. It was just one of those things that um, I think it's there's a group, they're, they're a podcast, and I, I'm so ashamed to say I've never even listened to their goddamn podcast ever called The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema. I've heard of them, yeah. I've they're, heard, yeah. They're, with the, they're over at Earth 2. They're at the same network that uh, uh, on Earth Tom VJ. I, I, could, I could swear because I know That's Tom probably DJ. how I found them through Thomas DJ. Yeah. They don't pull up on the regular. Um, feed that because i've got their straight feed that drops everything and really? i don't remember seeing them there yeah huh because i know tom often mentions that when he does better in the dark so i thought they were associated with them maybe they're yeah, not but they hmm. are like they're like hardcore vault of startling <laughs> monster mm-hmm. or tales of terror they're hardcore they they know their italian film over there but i'm always that they, they have a great facebook page and uh i always am getting pointed in directions for from, unique, unique sort of obscure horror films and obscure yes, films like that. Yeah, they, 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 they know their shit. They, these guys are like, there's one guy who's, you know, his, he's trying to reach his goal of three, you know, posting a review and watching 300 movies this year, and he's running out of time right now. But they, you know, these guys are like, here's my stash, and it's like 10 Blu-rays they just bought, and they, they, that's what they do. They sit down and they just watch. Movie that and these obscure, weird, cheesy movies, you know, they're like, I gotta pull that out for another viewing, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're they're hardcore, hardcore, yeah. And they run a tight Facebook page. That's cool. Not much fucking around over there. That's that's good. You know, that's that's the the one thing we don't <laughs> need on Facebook is people just pissing people off and dicking around and shit. Oh, that doesn't happen here. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> it's been fairly it's been fairly even even It's been quiet. Any outbursts quiet. been minor outbursts anyway. Any outbursts have been shoved down. Yeah. Scott Gardner's kind of found a happy place. And that helps a lot. Yeah, I noticed him posting a lot. You know, he he got. I I think he's kind of moved from DC to Marvel, and he's picking up a lot of Avengers and Iron Man stuff. I've seen that, so that's it's, cool. It's funny. I might end up like 
doing some hardcore bartering with him because he got all those on the cheap, but I've been getting all the DC stuff on the cheap. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I know he's into that, so I might be able to do a little hostage exchange. Negotiation. There. Yeah. Some of the, I was looking at the covers of the, uh, but I love the covers of the DC ones too. But mm-hmm. the covers of the comics at that time period, oh yeah, it's like I almost want to. Any time I see one on the cheap, I almost want to buy it because it's just same with that. Rich, that Richard Dragon isn't from that time period, but beautiful cover, horrible mm-hmm. comic. Oh yeah, I'm uh, from from the little I know about Richard Dragon, it's not really that interesting a comic. But yeah, the covers there are amazing. That it one that could get Chris to read a goddamn superhero comic. And that's that one a, that Scott it, posted, the Iron Man one, that was the one twenty six uh, with Bob Layton. Yeah, that was pissed. Brilliant. <laughs> where where his armor's all ripped up, and he's like, "Yo, Iron Man's down," and he's like. Fuck that shit! I'm gonna kick some ass. Oh, yeah, I, he's got basically. like stress lines drawn on the front line face. It's like reflection, but it looks like stress lines coming. It ju- it makes him look, yeah, pissed, pissed. off. Yeah. <laughs> now, Iron Man's had enough of your shit. Now, who was he going up against? Was he? I'm trying to remember because I I know I had read that or at least seen that cover. He wasn't like against Whiplash in that, was it? Mm, I do not remember. Okay, it's it's been so long since I've read that stuff, and and uh, I am I'm probably the uh, I'm I'm not a collector. That is my that is my one fault. I, I you know aside from Walking Dead and the Green Lantern comics, Sean, I don't, don't have look at that as a fault. <laughs> well, I, I, I go I go over to Scott's place. I actually went over to Scott's place when we were at Celebration. I saw his. His room full of stuff. I was like, "Holy crap!" His I have blessing I, and curse. Yes, the the <laughs> it was it was a room stacked like two deep, uh, either three or four long boxes high, and I can't remember how many across. But you guys were, need to you got to come to my house to see the horror. Of uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I can only imagine. But I was like, "My God, this is a shit!" I mean, I, I can't imagine having that many comics. So, but. Well, you guys haven't no, seen my can. comics, haven't you? Yeah, oh, yes, I can easily. Can. I've got rid of about 10 boxes of comics years ago, and I still have um, about you, 30 or 40 of the small boxes. You've gotten you've gotten rid of more boxes than I have filled in my house right now, for the love of <laughs> God. You know, okay, you could lock me in this room for 10 years, and I'd be fine, you know, as long as, Lord. as, long as there's a toilet <laughs> off to the side, and, and I can drink the water out of that, and I'll eat the comics after I read them. Uh, there, there's a great way to spend, you know, your your dying years. <laughs> well, if it was, I mean, if it was a situation where it had to be like that, then yeah. that would be. You you, you work with what you have, I guess. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I often wonder I if I'll be Chris... able to read comics when I get old. That's you know, I'll I'll have time to read it when I'm old. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> then your glasses will break, and you'll say glasses it's not there. your hands will <laughs> be all the shaking. The world. <laughs> yeah, you'll it's sh- time now. It's you'll pick time. up the comics and shake them apart, and your head ripping them. Damn these hands! <laughs> the paper will be so old it'll just you'd like, it'll just fall, puff fall away in the dust. Great in your hands, yeah. But there was time now. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor poor penguin or whatever is it. <laughs> <laughs> Or Burgess, Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Burgess Meredith. He, he was the uh, he was the librarian too in the other Twilight Zone yep. episode, where um, Mr. Wordsworth, 
and he went up against the guy, you know, but he, he was found by society to be obsolete. So he would choose. Oh, the, yeah. He would choose the manner of his execution. So his manner was that he would he would dictate to a guy, a, uh, a bomb maker, like when and where he would die. And he gets the guy that sentenced him to obsolescence and he and his his execution is being televised. So he has this guy come to him and then he he lets the guy in. He's like, oh, there's a bomb that's going to go off at midnight here in this room. And I've locked you in here with me. And now let's see how the state faces its execution along with me. And the guys, you know, the guys acting real calm and cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, funny jest, blah, blah, blah. And he, he's just ready and prepared to die. And finally, the, the guy breaks down and he's screaming, and let me out. Oh, please, please let me out. And he gives him the key and the guy runs out and the room blows up and Burgess Meredith is, is dead. So then the guy goes back to his uh, superiors the next day and um, he has now been ruled obsolete because of uh, what happened on TV hmm. and how the state was put in a bad light. But he's like, no, no, I'm not obsolete. So, yeah, that, that's one of those ones you don't see often. Yeah, because I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen that one. It sounds a little bit like in uh, back in the mid 80s, I think they revamped the Twilight Zone and actually had Burgess Meredith doing the. Uh, Rod Serling voiceovers for it. Oh, yeah, that's was, right. Yeah. There was this one called, um, I want to say it was called To See the Invisible Man. And was I, that the first time they brought it back? Not not, not the one with Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, it was It was before they did it on UPN with Forrest Whitaker. And, right. Uh, yeah. um, there was this one episode where this guy was sentenced to uh, a year of invisibility, which basically meant, you know, he had this thing put on his forehead, just basically this little sort of raised symbol and what it meant was that no one could interact with him or talk with him or anything. So, you know, oh, he, wow. he, he, he had, he could, he doing things in society. He could be going to movies, but he couldn't buy things. No one could talk to him. If he tried to sit by people or interact with people, they had to, did he get, did he get to a point where he was like screaming at people? So somebody please talk yes. to me. Yeah. Basically. And it was, it was a way to make it to condition him to, to be a better person. And in the end, you know, after his sentence, he was such a better person. He befriended another person who was invisible and talked to them, which caused him to be a criminal again. And, the whole cycle started so it was a good it was that kind of it just yeah. kind of reminded me thematically of that story that was the that was the that was probably as good a run as the original run of twilight that was like harlan ellison was in charge of yeah, that one uh, yeah i think Grateful i think dead I, did the music do, 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 do. yeah there's yeah. there's two others i remember from that run and i think one of them was the first one that came on was called shatter day with bruce willis that's uh oh, yeah. harlan ellison's story Yep. Oh, where where he calls his house and he answers the phone. Yeah, it where he calls his uh, his own apartment. Yeah, and and he answers the phone. There was some type of photo that they had taken, and it like pulled out the good side of his personality. It made made a duplicate of it, hmm. and then the duplicate took over his life. Started phasing him out. Yeah, and he literally faded Phase away out. at the end. Yeah, the the original guy just faded out and was gone. I mean, he grew ill as he became less and less, you know, in charge of his life. And then... yeah, kind of Tinkerbell style. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on. I'll be right back. Okay. 
And then the other one that I remember was I think a guy that had a stopwatch that could stop time. And I think that was also in in the original. It was a woman. Yeah. Was it, it a woman? It, it was a woman. And it, it, it basically she stopped time. It, it was great because the, the thing was she stopped time right as all the nuclear missiles. Missiles. Yeah. Yeah. That, right. Uh, hit. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a, yeah. They've got the original Twilight Zone on Netflix. They don't have all the episodes, though, because I went back about when I first got Netflix about two or three years ago, and I was doing a watch through of all the episodes. There was some that I had never seen. They say but, 42 uh, seasons. What the hell, Netflix? 42 seasons? No. The, the, oh. They don't. It's so They have season one, two, three, and five. They don't have season four for some reason. Yeah. On I don't know what's up with that. It's probably the same thing that they have with uh, Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap yeah. Something in there, some music. or some, But why wouldn't you have a whole season, though? There must have been somebody that yeah. did something that's or would had a major portion of that season and wouldn't sign off and get it released, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, well, what See, to they've do? Got, they've got uh, the discs of Twilight Zone from the 80s, season one. Doesn't it was an Elliot, wasn't there an Elliot Gould one in there where he plays a food critic that might have been or was that tales of the no, dark side elliot gold playing a f- no i'm thinking- yeah he he gave a restaurant a bad review like a chinese restaurant a bad review oh it sounds it, so and, familiar and, and, and it didn't deserve it so then he goes like down and at, or he goes back to the place and the guy serves him and he just keeps eating and eating he's like oh why am i so hungry i just no matter how much i eat i can't get full and then he opens up his fortune cooking it says you're dead He's in, he's in hell. No matter how much he eats, he can't get full. Yeah. Ah, ancient it Chinese. It sounds totally out. familiar. I, 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 I must have seen that. I, I thought totally it was. Picture. I thought it was a Twilight Zone one when, mm. w- with that relaunch. It might have been because because the anthology series came really came around during this time, you know, Twilight Zone came back. They did Tales from the Dark Side. They did uh what was it? Amazing Stories, the Steven Spielberg one. Mhm. And uh oh god, they tried to bring back I know they tried to bring back Outer Limits as well. So Yeah, there was some interesting Outer Freddy's Limits Nightmare. ones. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was weird. Yeah, they did yeah, the Freddy Freddy's Nightmares and uh I already said Tales from the Dark Side. Well, Tales from the Dark Side was HBO. They had another one that was in syndication that was... The Hitcher. Yeah, The Hitcher was Some also other. HBO. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But yeah, that, that was... We had Tales of the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt, that oh, was HBO. That was Tales on of the Dark yeah. Side was... Uh, was on TV, yeah. Was that on regular TV? That was on yeah. regular... That was a syndicated yeah. one. They had one of those on... Wow. I never had... thought about how many of them there were. That's fucking crazy mm-hmm. yeah i remember the tales from the dark side you remember the ones that had the um the woman was trying to lose weight and she had these glasses or like a hearing aid that made her hear and see food as she tried to eat it and it would like the like the food <laughs> screaming when, when she goes to cut into it oh that's you, hilarious you guys never saw that one no, no. that sounds awesome that is oh yeah that's brilliant She's, she puts this thing and she, you know, she bites to an apple or something. She, oh! And she drops the apple and then she puts the glasses on and looks and there's this little face on the apple, and and it's like, but it it was all done like puppets, and and she's like, oh, and finally at the end, she, 
they find her dead and there's all this rotted food in front of her and she's sewed her mouth shut. Oh, that's so- <laughs> that's nice and creepy. <laughs> that was on Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, yeah not not uh, Twilight Zone. It's got to be a little more. Yeah, yeah. Tales uh, of the Dark Side. Tales of the Dark Side put out their first movie. I thought was pretty good. The the one that they had the Demon Knight Dennis one Miller or whatever. No, well Dennis Miller was in the second one. The okay. Bordello of Blood. Oh, that was I, Tales of the Crypt though. That wasn't ta- Tales from. The, uh, that was. Uh, yeah, because there was the yeah, demon ta- one. Yeah, that's right. Tales from the it was Tales from the Crypt because Tales from the Dark Side had a movie, but it was an anthology one as well. Right. And I think it had like. Did that Tales of the, the Crypt with, did the did the demon one with uh, Billy Knight, Zane with Billy Zane and um, Jada Pounder. Jade uh, didn't have Jada Pinkett in it too. It might have, yeah. Because she kills a demon because she swallows like the holy water, and then she goes up and gives it a kiss and she pushes the the holy water down its throat and it blows yeah. up. Yeah, something. and then the and then the final demon, uh, well, one of the demon guys is, oh, I can't, at William Sadler, Sadler, yeah, the guy that was, yeah, he he was in that movie too. He had played, I think, the original guy that was the demon hunter. Yeah, Billy Zane was in that too. Yeah, Billy Zane was the was the main bad guy, I think. Right, right. And uh, yeah. I I love it when I sound like Andy Leyland. <laughs> pulled up all these people's names and oh oh what's his name uh it had the the character actor from gremlins who was in it he played oh, dick, dick miller yeah dick miller was in it as well mm-hmm. but i was, was trying to explain to my roommate who he was the other day yeah he he's great he, he's he's he, he's a great character actor that shows up in all these fun little one-off horror movie roles yeah him and harry dean stanton I love Harry Dean Stanton. One of my favorites. He's great in um, Repo Man. You know, I'm I'm looking under the keys on my keyboard, and I'm thinking of taking your advice, Sean. Oh not God! Kidding. You know what I did? Yeah, <laughs> I, I pull I pulled one off, and I guess I pulled it off. I didn't have anything around like a like a knife or anything, so I got a pen, and I pulled a couple of keys off, and I guess the pen broke. And got some ink on the keyboard, and now some of my keys are sticking. So, it oh my god, I, I just ran a tie wrap through the in between the keys, and when it came up, all this cat hair came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing how much uh, stuff gets in. A lot of keyboards, I think, you can put through like your dishwasher, can't you? Yeah, I've seen I've seen mm-hmm. uh, advertisements for keyboards that you can put in your dishwasher, but they're not. They usually aren't that quality of a key. I mean, if you if you if you're uh, obsessive compulsive and want to keep your keyboard clean and don't want to think about all the shit that's locked down there between the keys, then yeah, that's a good thing. But I've heard they're not the best keyboards comparative. Mm. So the girl at work, she uh, her her keyboard, she types so fast and she types so much, and I guess they've never replaced her keyboard. Has no letters on it. It's just yeah, wiped clean. There's there's. Uh, she pulled something up and said, "Okay, put your password in it." And I went down and I went, "Uh, uh, uh crap! <laughs> what the hell?" She's like, "What's your password?" Uh, blah blah blah. And she goes, "Oh, wow! You just know where all the keys." I mean, I I I'm fairly good at typing without looking, but I always got to cheat and look down every now and then. You need reference points, you know. That's the yeah, thing. but she there's there's nothing. There's right. I mean, there's you know, like there's the Q and the Z is there. Letters you don't use as often, but most of the letters gone. Numbers gone. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't oh, do it good. if I if I didn't know where the letters and 
numbers were. Yeah, you know, well, the numbers easily because I can I do a lot of ten key at my work, but mm-hmm. you know, um, <clears throat> the typing stuff I have to hunt and peck pretty much. It's sad. Hunt and peck like the best of them. Yeah. I'm just an incredibly fast hunter and pecker. Oh yeah, yeah. Take that out of context. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but not a pecker hunter. Ah, that's the that's, difference. The, yeah, that's yeah. You don't want to. <laughs> you reverse oh, that. I, and it's... I see. There goes Scott Gardner. Oh, yeah. Come on over, Tim. We'll go bin diving together. Oh, okay. Doesn't offer that to me. Doesn't offer to come over to Tampa. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just bitter. It's okay. <laughs> He's, He's got a book that somebody gave him to give to me, and I don't even know what it is, and he won't tell me what it is. Oh, he's got a box of shit that I'm supposed to get that that I've been hearing about for the last eight I know. That's what I've been hearing for, like, the past couple weeks. I told you, man, he doesn't want to tell you what it is. I don't know about if he's... He doesn't want to tell me what it is, but he wants to tell me that I have it. I'd rather not know and just get it someday and be like, hey, but he's just like, I got a box full of shit for you that people said, but... Well, he's like... Time to send it out. I can't believe someone would give this up. I'm like, well, what is it? Should I be concerned? Should I not buy certain things? If there's a sale, oh no, you're not buying this. So, okay, the first thing I'm thinking is, oh my god, it's it's Avengers number four. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's like the first crazy thing that goes by. And I'm like, no, no, it can't yeah. be that. But he won't tell me. He won't tell me what it is. I have no I, idea. I don't I'm know what I got. Almost forgetting who gave it. <laughs> to give I haven't me. gotten anything. It's Michael Scaduro. Yeah, that's good it. sounding. All right, I'll try to find out from him what he's got for you. You try to. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear that. Now I might try to get over there. Well, force comes worse. Maybe I'll try to get over there when Avengers comes out. Well, we'll see cool. that with him. Because uh, just shame I'll... when you if you get over to Scott, shame him and be like, Chris. You know, Chris, told me, really Chris, Chris told me. Chris told me to just give. Give me his stuff and I'll mail it to him. He says you're not <laughs> mailing it out, and you don't have to really do that. But that'll do, he'll because there's no way he'll cough it up. But it, it'll definitely make him go like, oh, I've been meaning God. to send it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, so you didn't watch Walking Dead tonight yet? I have not yet watched. I'm watching it. I'll be watching it after the show. With it picked up a little from the past two episodes. I'll just say that. Yeah, I was. I, I, I don't think I even saw all of last week's episode. The one with you know, it, it basically told the story that we're going to get to in the comic about uh, Abraham and his kids yeah. and everything. It was well done. It was kind of a comedy episode. It has one of the most disturbing scenes ever in a Walking Dead. Which one was that? With him beating the guy to death with the can. No, not even close, man. Uh, it's when the, it's the fire when Ab- hose. No, it's when Abraham's humping Rosita, and you just see oh, that bullet yeah. hovering over the bookshelf. <laughs> it's the creepiest shit ever. And he was so hiding the, in the self. The, the killer was here. That yeah. whole scene is so creepy, and it's the kind of creepy, bizarre shit that happens in real life. Mm-hmm. That you don't put in movies and TV shows because it just seems too weird. And mm-hmm. I love it when people actually do shit like that. I don't remember if that even happened. I think something similar to that happened in the comic. But, oh my god. It was just skin crawly. Yeah, that was that was a bit disturbing. Well, see, 
And Abraham's just like, ah, fuck it, man. Yeah, and he was hiding in the self-help section, which is why that's always the name of the episode. Yes, yes. <laughs> but um, I was a little distracted last last week while watching that because of um, I was doing that online thing that they have. The story sync, sync. yeah. Yeah, I, I was just curious as to what that was, and they asked you questions through it, and I guess by the questions that I answered, uh, I was pegged as Abraham, and I survived the episode. So I, I guess if you answer things in a different way, you can end up being killed. There's got to be okay. a way to. There's got to be a way to set some. So we have to come up with a nerd fantasy football. We'll be rich men. <laughs> what like you mm. know what what TV show is going to do best? You we know, might have to go for like on. whole. We might have to go for comics. Well, people do that with movies. They do that with, um, you know, what, like, like the on the Hollywood on box, box office. office yeah, or that what is it that the Hollywood Stock Exchange or whatever is that the oh, thing? I, I I don't know. I've just heard guys that like they at the beginning of the year they say you know these are the movies coming out and they pick which movies and based on what the overall box office take is that's how they determine the winner. I mm. mean, you could uh, maybe you pick actors and get them by screen time. You can get you know you can get mm. by screen time or. Uh, or time, you know, for panels in the comic or whatever. Hmm. Well, you know, that, that, like I said, that sounds like the, what is it, the Hollywood Stock Exchange. You know, basically, you know, certain actors have no cachet until they star in. Right, know, right. Uh, if so, someone, movie, like people could have Howard the Duck right now and be like, ooh, I got Howard the Duck before, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yeah, now mm. now Howard the Duck's worth you know. Howard, Howard the Duck uh, stock went up slightly, times. and yeah, and yeah. and in possibility of getting <laughs> appearing again. Yeah, that's the. Uh, it's not on the. It's not on the uh, the Marvel slate yet, but no, uh, there's always there's always opportunity. Well, that was I think that's what put Scott Gardner in his happy plate. The Marvel and DC slate showed that there were just so many movies to choose from mm-hmm. that he's pretty much guaranteed to get enough movie happy time. Well, you know, I know Scott's about the shit stuff that he's not going to like or not going to care about. He's still down on a lot of the DC stuff, so I'm I'm certain he's more gravitating towards the Marvel stuff. Well, which is which is fine. I understand. Yeah, dude, we were talking about Marvel DC during Star Trek Monthly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, either in Superman Returns too, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's never gonna. You go guys are already recorded Mar- uh, Star Trek Monthly Monday. It's out. Yeah. Dude. That was Dude, last. Out. That oh, was last, oh, that, that was, was last oh, okay. week. I haven't finished listening to it. Sorry. I, that's why I was like, "What?" Uh, uh. That's so. Last week. <laughs> Whatever. And what hour? One minute. It's gonna be a week ago. So stupid. I don't want to uh, podcast with you anymore. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> we bid, we bid Michael so Bailey cool. farewell at the end of our top five most anticipated Marvel DC. <laughs> well, Mike, it's been good podcasting with you. <laughs> After you. But the pref, my preface to his number one was. Because he and Scott started stalling because we knew what his number one was by process of elimination. I'm like, what's in the box, Mike? <laughs> what's in the box? 
In a box. Basically, Mike, I'm, Mike, I'm tell me what's in the box. It was Batman and Superman. Was yes, it Batman was. Batman versus Superman. And Scott was like, I don't care. Mm. <laughs> you guys have seen the William Shatner parody of that, right? Haven't you? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> of what? Hold on. Of, of, of seven. Of seven. Yeah. Oh, it was on goodness. years ago. It was on the MTV Movie Awards. When they used to do what's funny the box, what's no, 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 it's it gets better. Hold on, hold on. Uh, it's it's not as bad as you know when they had what's her name from the Brady Bunch do the 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 scene from Basic Instinct, was it? Mm, uh, well, no, it depends no. on who it was Flor- from the from Brady it was, Bunch. It was Florence Henderson. Oh, yeah, Henderson. okay. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> what, what. Hold on. I, I, oh, okay. Florence Henderson. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. What? Did a copy? No, I got it. I got it. Right, I got I it. I ain't got it. I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's amongst the photo novels I need to find. If anybody can, I call. I do a call right. out for it Comics Monthly. If anybody Hold. can find a Hold. list of all the photo novels, I cannot find a conclusive. Pull it up and start it over at the beginning so we all start at the same time. Okay. Hold on. And then we'll say ready when it, right, uh, I'm at the beginning. Okay. All Chris, right. Do a countdown. Oh, right, count one, in. two, three. Oh, sweet. Come on. That was, that's that was insane. Uh, You've never seen that. Still act. Shatner's clever. <laughs> this was like back in 90 something when this mm-hmm. came out. Oh, yeah. I could have easily missed something in 90-something. <laughs> I haven't watched MTV since. I think the last thing that I actually watched on MTV at any point in time was like the second or third season of The Real World. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the one before Puck and there was Pedro few, Zamora were on. Basically in the 90s, I watched TV around work, so it was the Disney Afternoon mm-hmm. or reruns of Star Trek Next Generation or The Simpsons. That was about all I s- and, and random stuff. So I, yeah. I, I like I phased the TV out of my life, man. Mm. You guys would do well to do it too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Keep keep turning your other. brains to mush, man. Yeah, of, co- of course it is, wait, Mr. Tambourine Man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, that you TV's dirty. Your brain to mush, man. You're drinking a soda. <laughs> I know that. You sounds. need to be drinking diet soda like me and getting your act together. Exactly. <laughs> so, Walking Dead. <sighs> I haven't even been recording yet. <laughs> what? <Okay>. Oh. <laughs> I said. I thought you said you started recording early on. What? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> If Sorry. that's not a soda. I didn't even know we were doing the show. I that's thought we not a soda. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was all a bit? What was a bit? You that mean, was the you long, mean, you that, mean was that the wasn't real? intro ever. You mean that wasn't just us being... Oh, well, we can't have long intros now. You mean oh, that yeah, was we'll just us being it. guys, being friends, oh, talking to one another? It's all business, man. <laughs> <sighs> We're we're on the clock here. Demonzo oh, is tock, tick tock. Uh, <laughs> I know Demonzo's beating down the door. <laughs> oh, you know what? He expects uh, quality from us, and 
he still hasn't never got get it yet. <laughs> He's got a long wait. <laughs> He's still oh waiting. Oh my god. And now it's time to sit back and enjoy the two true freaks internet radio broadcast. The Walking Dead. Welcome to episode 32. I am Dr. Bill Robinson. With me as always are my two cohorts, Sean Angle, Grumpy Cat. Hey everyone. And the not-so-grumpy cat, <laughs> Mr. Chris Honeywell. Hi everybody! <laughs> the happy cat. The well, smiley it, cat. It, it's so hard because I'm looking at I'm that cat that's the clock that people get the hipsters get on their wall with the eyes going back oh, and yeah, forth. The, the 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 Felix the cat is that? Yeah. Is, uh, no, I was trying wonderful, to wonderful pull your cat. name out of my head because I'm I'm reading your Skype name, which is not your name. Then I'm thinking of your Facebook name, which is not it's your not name. Not my name. So I'm going to go. Here's P Hair for yeah, Chris. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, well, it gets it gets muddled. <laughs> muddled is the word. Grease used to be the word, but now it's muddled. Yeah, fucking John well, this, this, That <laughs> sounds like something you would get in a fortune cookie, man. Just muddled. Like, yeah, muddled is the word. Just like Elliot Gould at the end of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, to bring it all back. Chew on that. Mm-mm. Some Chow Young fat. <laughs> I could be Chow Young Fat, or just the fat part, I guess. Oh. I'd rather Chow Young Fat than Old Fat. So, well, I guess that you'll be staying away from me because I'm old fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. I don't want you chowing my fat. <laughs> no, nobody wants that, man. Maybe in a post-apocalyptic or you know, plane oh, crash in the Andes situation that oh, yeah, I do consider that the Donner Party, uh, Donner Party one, yeah. what? <laughs> Party bill. Oops. Uh, I got. I think, we've, I think we've gone there before, though. I think my uh, intentions have been clear from the beginning. <laughs> what the? You, yeah, because nobody's going to want to eat you in a post pot. You got no. No, I. I'm like, and and like, and see, heroes smartening up too. He's dropping those pounds like crazy, man. Each one. When they talk about it, adding years to your life, it just means adding the. You know, increasing the odds that your friends aren't going to eat you if you crash in a plane. But is he also preparing for p- prison by dressing up as a geisha girl? For <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but uh. I don't. Know, I I haven't. I don't know him well enough to know whether that's. Ah, yeah. me love you long time, Doctor Bill. <laughs> oh, you baby, just you shut your mouth. I know. I know. He I know he's a oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Shh. I posted. I posted on that picture that. That Sean and Hero should redo the China Girl David Bowie. I can do a decent <laughs> David Bowie. I could probably sing a, a relatively decent, you know, if you get me a, a, a karaoke track of that, I wouldn't be able, I'd probably be able to do that. A little China Girl. <laughs> and I get excited. See, it's only going to work. It's it's only well you could I guess you could have Hero do just you shut your mouth. I, but I, I think it'd do better if he did it in his full Bostonian accent, you know. Just... <laughs> Bostonian accent <laughs> yeah. pronouncing. Just, his, just you shut your fucking his mouth. His L's is ours. <laughs> shut your trap. 
I don't know. I love the idea of that song, but I even love more the idea of a music video of it. Uh, <laughs> that that may take more doing than the Demonza Corp money is going to allow us right. to uh... Right. If there's anybody out there with a filmmaking budget who wants to make that happen, get a hold of us. <laughs> yeah, you guys can just like film the parts and we'll just edit it all together and one you know, you can film it separate and we'll just edit it all, all together through the magic of uh crowdsourcing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So long as no one gets to punch me in the eye, so I have a displaced retina, <laughs> so one of my eyes looks bluer than the other, because I don't, I that, don't need that. But was that from a car accident? I heard, I heard it was actually either something with like a friend or a sister. I thought it was when he was given a blowjob to Rod Stewart. Oh, no, that's of like Navy guys, and then they had to get their. Hey, hey, oh. hey! Was that, that was, you? That was Mick Jagger. Oh, Mick Jagger and Rod. I mean, you know, just Simon. think about that, yeah, and Carl, yeah, and and you know the song's actually about uh, Warren Beatty and all that. So there you go. And Richard Gere hopped in. There was gerbils, mass hysteria. <laughs> and I heard uh-huh. like that Carly Simon song was about Mick Jagger hurt his penis while having sex with her. Wow. That your sore vein song. <laughs> hey yo! And you know those gerbils had nowhere else to go. <laughs> See now you can be like Paul and insert the "I got nowhere else to go" clip. Like you I know, thought you were gonna say to... like Paul and insert the. Like, <laughs> I was like what the hell is going on here? That's not the Paul I know. So Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> I came here to do a show about The Walking Dead. I know. The beginning of this show makes it seem like we're so unprepared. But no, no, because this is just bri- because we have, again, I believe you have a special synopsis for us. I do. I did prepare that at the very least. And and we were discussing the soap opera that is our lives on Two mm. True Freaks and how we all get along. Oh, very good. Yes. Nice. Like yeah. we meant to do it all along. Yes. <laughs> I we like are that. professionals. <laughs> I can I think on my feet. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And God damn it, people like me. <laughs> me. <laughs> I've adopted it to my own use, but it's the same idea. Like me enough to like me a second time. So there you go. <laughs> that was so far ahead of its time. I never thought about how great that is, you know, with facebook that should be a meme and and doggone it people like me and then like like this if you like me they like me then you can play the sally field portion oh yes you really like me <laughs> and I'm then someone do that I'm and then some, really do that and then someone could post the, the grumpy cat picture and say no <laughs> and crush them be right ah. there Ha ha, Facebook, you can't unlike it. Ha 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 ha. You know, there's a Grumpy Cat movie coming out November 29th. Uh, really? Yeah. That soon? The official Grumpy Cat Christmas movie. And they have a girl from... Now, the... I don't know. It's very... The dollar is starting to, like, tug at my uh, pocket right now. <laughs> is it an actual film cinema release uh, that I'll no, have no, to No, 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 no. It's going to be on uh, Hallmark or Lifetime, I think. Lifetime. Oh, no. Oh, poor Grumpy Cat can't even get a full, you know, feature release. It, will, it won't be the well, CG the... spectacular that I was just playing oh, no, in my no. head. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's... I saw some scenes. I'm I'm, I'm going to watch it. I guess it I'll be the... It's not going to be the... Sati- it's not going to be the reviewer. Be like a family 
drama that comes around comes together around Grumpy. Well, uh, now you see, there's this girl, and I guess they find the is cat she dying of cancer. No, well, all I know is that she makes a wish or, a wish or says something, and suddenly she can hear the cat talk. Okay. And they have uh, well, okay, some, so got a more situation. Right, they've got some actress from Community, some sarcastic sounding girl that is okay. going to be doing the voice got a little of female Carlton, your doorman, going on. Yeah, so she's going to be like the sarcastic cat, and this girl can hear her. That's that's all I know from the commercials. Well, that but sounds I, like a thing. That goes. That's great on your re- resume, sarcastic cat that no one can hear. I like grumpy cat, except for one special child. I've got my whole family excited. We're going to sit down and get together and watch Grumpy Cat. You're just Hot ruining one. it. <laughs> we even get butter on it this time. I'm going to get. I'm going to have Alvin sitting there next to me. Come on, Alvin. It's like, what is this tripe? <laughs> You'll be holding Alvin down, trying to squirm away. <laughs> Come on, it's a cat. Ben's like, I got a homework. Yeah. Shut up. I've got to do something on my phone. I got to go on Facebook. I got to play a game. My wife and I'll sit there with a the cat and a dog. I got a game for you. Shut up and watch Grumpy Cat. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. No. Hey, The Walking Dead. Wow, we could have we could have a zombie in the well sort of look like Grumpy Cat. That's what's because <laughs> they should have zombie Grumpy Cat. Mm. Oh, that that's how they're going to end the season. That's how they're going to end it. Grumpy Cat's going to going to be the big finale thing that everyone's going to find out about and you know the, it's going to be the thing that re grumpy that cat unites. The next governor yes the, <laughs> that would be excellent the grumpener mm. negan played by grumpy, grumpy cat, cat. <laughs> grumpy cat is negan there go grumpy cat is negan he's got a bat strapped to his paw <laughs> actually did you know that grumpy cat i believe is female Probably, I believe. Yeah, well, that well, that would explain a lot. It's of always that's how it always goes with uh, all the animal stars. Is they're always the opposite sex than you think they they are. Like Lassie, yeah, he's got a swinging pair. Scott Gardner, <laughs> <laughs> the the views of Walking Dead. Uh, I hope I don't forget. I hope I don't forget to cut that out. <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> Oh, Scott doesn't listen to the show anymore. He's so pissed. Yeah, now we'll find out. Now we find out. (laughs) Oh, so I don't listen to Walking Dead Wednesday, huh? Oh, I'm so scared that that happens to me on other shows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the show stops. Truncate silence. Truncate silence. silence. Okay. Oh, that just reminded me of a story today from work. Somebody truncated your silence. Speaking of, you know, truncated is very. Um, I admitted at work today. I realized that I came to a point at work where I sat in silence with myself and my female boss, and I realized I just told her that I don't have a ten-inch penis. <laughs> I what? wonder how I got to that point. You know. <laughs> We were talking see, see, about not... how barbecue joints always have dirty names. Uh-huh. You know, they always sound either dirty or unhealthy, you know, and that's kind of the appeal of barbecue. And Sloppy she, Joe. Yeah. And yeah. she said there was a, a well, at first it people started Bob. about why anybody yeah. named Richard would want to be, you know, tell people to call them Dick, <laughs> at, you know, especially when they had unfortunate back last names. And then we were like, oh, it works out in barbecue. And one of the big barbecuers is named Big Dick 
something, you know, and that's his, you know, Big Dick's Barbecue. And he has a son, and you know what his son is called? Little Dick. Little Dick. And I'm just like, would you want to, you know, walk around and call your, identify as Little Dick? For your life, the only way I would identify with uh, as a little dick is if I was ten inches long or more, and then fine, it's a joke, you know, and you don't really have to worry about it. And All I'm right. like, but I would never pick that name. And then there's just like creak, 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 and I'm like, God damn it! Now she knows I don't. And not that I would <laughs> even want my boss to even care, but, but yeah, but it's still <laughs> as a man, I was just like, now she knows that I don't. My penis is not more than ten inches long. G- giving but it's it, well, nine and a half. Giving shame. off the perception, yeah, giving off the perception that you have a small penis is. Not I'm not that. that I'm not that awkward to start going. It's uh, it's re- actually it's really eight and a half. Wait, you want to see it? <laughs> I can show you. Either I did g- not get fired today. Go get the yardstick. I always have that tape loop played in the back of my head. I will not get fired today. I will not get fired today. <laughs> Do not show. Don't show the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders your your penis. <laughs> that one goes too. Okay. Walking Dead. I have lovingly prepared a synopsis, and seeing as how I I always forget since it's since we're alternating and it's a monthly show, it's a long time between episodes. Sometimes, yeah. When we watch yeah. them, well, and oh, plus, yeah. And plus, last time we did, you know, Bill and I did the whole thing with Professor Allen with the afterlife. Then there was, then there was another month of. So it's like, uh, and I was watching and going, oh yeah, this is the season that everybody griped about becoming a soap opera. So <laughs> it is a soap opera. So this is Walking Dead season two, episode four. If you remember episode three, that was the Heart of Darkness <laughs> episode where Sean, sha- or Sean Shane sh- shaved his head. Say that five times fast. Five times uh, fast. Yeah. Hey, that, 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 that. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, I think that was six. Shit. I'm off my game. Anyway, this one's called Cherokee Rose. Cherokee Rose. And today to back me up, although you guys won't hear it through the miracle of post-production, I have brought Ward Hamilton and, uh, with Louis Myers, the Squire of Wilna, to back me up with some lovely organ music. Since this is, oh, you're not gonna play Love Story? As blood through an artery, so are the days of our dead. Shane hopes nobody figures out his dark secret when he speaks at Otis's funeral. Later, he confronts Lori, who says she is serious about her wanting him not to leave the group. Coral wakes up and asks his dad if Sophia is all right. Rick lies and says yes so as not to upset the recovering boy. Everyone tries to console the widow Carol, but she is inconsolable until Daryl from the wrong side of the tracks offers her a Cherokee Rose. Lassie comes to the group in a state of excitement. What girl? Someone's in the well? In fact, it is a chubby zombie. (laughs) The group lowers Glenn down to hook the walker with a rope. After a close call, they pull the poor devil up, but to his embarrassment, 
his lower half leaves him. Afterwards, Glenn is approached by Lori with a dark secret. He must pick her up a pregnancy test, and he and Maggie go to plunder the pharmacy. At the pharmacy, a wacky mix-up involving condoms ends with Glenn and Maggie building the beast with two backs. Later on, Herschel tells Rick that when Coral is better, he expects the group to leave. That night, Lori leaves to pee on a stick. The pregnancy test is... POSITIVE! Will Shane seduce Andrea with a sexy gun cleaning? Will Coral ever walk again? Will T-Dog ever play the piano again? Does Shane realize that he looks inbred with a shaved head in Otis's clothes? All this and more next time on... Days of Our Dead. <laughs> Who the fuck is Coral? Coral. Coral. Uh, is that just the way that is that the way that they pronounce it on? Is it sort of is it sort of akin to Krypton? I'm just going. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess Andrew Lincoln does kind of Coral. 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 Yeah, well, it's, it's it kind of sounds like those. Uh, it's guys ever I've seen, seen a few internet memes where they've had dialogue back and forth, and they just casually use the word coral instead of Carl. And and now that I watch the show, <laughs> when I watch the show, I would say at least 60, 70 percent of the time he's saying coral. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, um, on YouTube or on the Internet, the uh, llamas with hats? Mm, no. Is Go that, watch that. Is it anything like the screaming goats? No, 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 no. This is Thank two God. animated llamas, and one's named Carl. And Carl, unfortunately, is psychopath. Is a crazy psychopath, and the other one is just a regular llama. It. Yeah, like kind of like a regular talking llama. Yeah, but he, yeah. you know, he 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 always finds Carl whoa, with like a body missing its hands and its feet and its face chewed off, and the other llama's like Carl. <laughs> it's the way he. Every time he says Carl, he's Carl. Why is there a body in here? Oh well, I just decided. I you know, well that what, what body? I don't know what you're talking about. And then why is he missing his hands and his feet? Well, you know, well, that way the body can't be identified that quickly. So yeah, go watch llamas with hats. This this becomes the Carl get in the house season. <laughs> <laughs> Carl stay in the house. Coral in the house. But dad, oh yeah, but this 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 this, this is where the soap opera starts really uh yeah. So go near up. the barn. Mm-hmm. I did like it. I did like that uh in getting a chance to rewatch this, we did get to see a little subtle nod between Herschel and Maggie about them not going to the farm or yes. not going to the to the barn, not to the farm, but Oh yeah, yeah. It Sorry. was it, it was nice seeing that in this rewatch because when I initially saw it I, I didn't catch it but now knowing what's going to be happening here in a couple episodes with what's going on in the barn that was a really nice subtle seeding of what's going to be coming yeah and, well, it, plus- and it, it shades you know herschel's um why herschel is a little more comfortable going hey rick you know just relax <laughs> on the search you know let's, let's just take a little pause and Look at the beautiful scenery and and yeah. talk about God for a second. Yeah. And Rick is th- not really having it. Did you think that was a real scenery shot or CGI? Because I, I it looked almost too real. I, I don't. 
I know that sounds silly, but it's I just think it like was. I think it was real. It looked like a. It looked like a nice. Um, there was a lot. This is where, you see, I really like this season. I have some serious problems. Yeah, because you were saying this is where they were. They were actually using film, right? Yeah, it's where the sixteen millimeter starts kicking in, and there's thing. It's it's weird because this is definitely. And I didn't start admitting it to myself until about probably more, two, a couple more episodes in that this was definitely a trouble. Something going on in production was was screwing things up or things were getting switched around because there were elements of it that were really strong and there were elements of it that were really weak. I didn't mind at all this like slowing down of the story to to a drama at the farm, you know. To an extended, you know, almost the whole season at the farm, pretty much the whole season at the farm. Yeah. But the the writing and the directing became really uneven, and that helped make it not as appealing. But then there's other things about it in the physical production, the editing, and the filming of it that are phenomenal the 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 intro to this one where you know um where herschel's you know speaking over otis's funeral mm-hmm. and uh and the the music starts coming up over it which is what they they do that quite a bit if not all the time with the show you know the the musical start the the opening credits music will start coming up over the the drama before the credits start playing and it just timed with the music perfectly Shane clunking the rock onto the pile of rocks they made and the and the footage is very like raw 16 millimeter it looks it, it's definitely you could tell they've been up all night and it was filmed early in the morning there's a little mist in the air it really just looks like an old exploitation movie to me you know uh, uh, it looks like a quick camera setup you know to to take advantage of the the natural light that they had mm-hmm. and uh so it seemed like the technical aspect of the show is grooving along really good the look of it the editing and stuff but the script is not as big of a problem although the script is just written kind of in that kirkman style of you know, I mean, I think Herschel comes right out and says in this episode, you're a plain talker, Rick. And Rick's kind of overdoing it with the plain talking. You know, I realize everybody's really stressed at this point in the story. Coral just got shot and everything. But Rick is, every situation, Rick is doing that dead serious, like, look, blah, 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 you know. Well, it's it's getting to the point where Rick's going, where, where the catchphrase Start. of, I know, I, I understand, is, yeah, is I, coming I, into it. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. I, I get, get that. that. Yeah. That's that, you gotta that's understand. understand. You know that that is getting old, and it it in I the know, comics he, that's how they talk all the time. He's got a new catchphrase. You don't know what it's like out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and I think if the directors were dialing back the actors a little bit in this, it would play a lot better. You know, it would start getting like, you, you guys, just calm down. It's ham and eggs, you know. You don't want seconds, you know. i got to be honest with you. Huh. 
Yeah, because... I think it's a good idea to eat seconds. Da, da, da. Well, you know, for as much as we don't like them as char- as people or characters on the show, I think probably two of the... Right, well, I don't know. This is just my opinion. Right. The best acted for me are Shane and Laurie because we hate them so much. Yeah, I... Mean, I... Because, because Laurie is such yes. a... a she's, you know, a needling, manipulative bitch to both sides, to Shane and to Rick. And Shane, I think... I feel sorry for Shane at some point. Well, know. she's, yeah, she's like, it's just starting to emerge in this one that she's just pulling that, like, I don't know which one of these guys is going to be the alpha male, but which yeah. one's alpha male. That's, that's where, I, that's where I'm going I'm going to hitch my wagon to this one. Yeah, gonna, but I'm going to, I'm going to straddle options the, open. Yeah, I'm going to straddle the fence and dip my toes in each, in each, each, each puddle of water and wait to see who comes out on top. I mean, she me. gave Shane just the slightest glimmer of hope, which is all he needs, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I mean, very soap opery, but well, yeah, I think their characters are very well acted. I think the female characters are just getting, getting. You know, they were talking about ah, oh, there's not enough black characters. All the female characters are like unstable, bitchy. Mm-hmm. You know. And, that are that are like okay, you've got a, a reality situation here. They're not coping with it. They're 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 up in their own head and you know being throwing monkey wrenches into everything, every step of the way by being you know by being angry and just sort of acting stereo, not stereotypically, but they're just acting very unpleasantly. And I don't know if that I feel that way because their character Lori's not too different than she was in the comics she was pretty hated in the comics too mm-hmm. but Andrea oh, was God. very in the comics was like a true strong woman you know a yeah. true strong character and not prone to you know losing her shit over what you know her internal turmoil to the detriment of the group and stuff she was, you know, she was a Michonne level, you know, and, and still is. She it still is, is. yeah. And, and you know, the thing was, her character in the show wasn't anything like the character in the book. She was easily prone to falling for whatever bad guy du jour they had for the show, yeah. and she didn't really ever portray the strong female lead that that she had in the comic which i think is a detriment and why uh, i really wasn't all that disappointed no, when she, later she was, on in the show that she was offed yeah she was portrayed as someone who'd lost her grip mm-hmm. and was just you know sort of stumbling along looking for someone strong to glom onto i mean this one here she's 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 checking out um shane too you know yeah. And they have the little gun cleaning scene, you know, she's she's thinking No it, metaphor there. Yeah, there I mean her, the the yeah. relationship between her and Dale in in the comics was so much so much so different and more, you know, maybe in yeah. the in the TV show it might even be a little more realistic. Yeah, in the comic it was kind of what? In the yeah. comic, she was true. It was a true blue like relationship, even with the what like thirty year difference. Yeah, they were sleeping so, together. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 
and and yeah, they weren't they weren't really fighting. They were pretty harmonious actually, mm-hmm. and they yeah. had their differences and stuff. But you know, and well, I think Gail even thought that like maybe she wanted to do Tyrese at one point in the comic, but right, and he that, gave that was dispelled in like two pages. That that became a nice little character moment with the two of them to where she got to explain how she felt about him. Well, and so, again, we see we see in the we see in the show that Dale is the one character, well, maybe Glenn as well, that I think has translated near perfectly from the comic to the screen. Glenn and Maggie, I mean, are so far like really sort of dead on on feel, you know, in mm-hmm. the TV show as they are in the comics. Yeah, I think I think and now Carl. with the inclu- the the inclusion of the inclusion of Maggie. Yeah, Carl's becoming more like the Carl in the comic. He but, got his hat. Yep, he he, he does yep. he is wearing the hat pretty much 24/7 throughout the show, so yeah. But uh yeah, the the, the mischaracterization has always been one of the things that has bugged me more than the fact that they this season was pretty much just set on the farm and sort of decompressed. The fact that there was such a variation between the characters that I'd come to know in the comic and the characters that were being portrayed on the screen was specifically the thing that made me a little less appreciative of this season. So uh, Maggie is the only like strong woman to glom onto in the story right now. There's a couple other women in the, the house, but they're not very, you know, they're just sort of in the background. Yeah, and there's the, the main two are gravitating to are like frustrated you just want to grab them and go look you are in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> yeah quit, <laughs> you know, quit bringing your bullshit drama quit fucking around yeah this is no time for drama and I think that's a point made in the show that like eh, that's just not something that <laughs> you know is going to work well in the, the zombie apocalypse but it it doesn't feel forced but it's 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 frustrating more than tension producing to me when I when I see those characters. That's the the big down of this season for me is watching Lori and Andrea generally, you know, almost act as as plot devices, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't. I don't remember if we've covered it. No, it, maybe it happened. Ha, ha, has the big little blow up between uh, Andrea and Laurie happened yet? I don't think so. All right, then it's coming up soon because I there's think it is. There's an episode on on the farm that Andrea right. throws at Laurie with the whole, you know, oh, you, you you have your husband and your boyfriend too, you know, you can't be ha- like something like you you can't be happy with just one man or something, you know. Something, right, it's she, a, it's a yeah, zombie apocalypse thrown... and you got to have two men. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's and, and it's like it's there's no like, time for that crap. Yeah, exactly. There's that all that's the stuff that get get y'all kale. I mean, you you compare this season compared to what we're watching now, season five, right? We're in season five. Yeah. Oh, there's no time for any of that. Well, you know, anymore. I mean. And they've, and they've weeded all that stuff out. And plus, we've been living in this world since the comics started. You, you have to remember, and this is for re, for reality, it might not be the best for story <laughs> mm. development, but in, in reality, these characters have just been like 
massively traumatized over and over and over again. And this is the first time in the series that they've really had a chance to sit down. Take a breath. Take a breath. Mm -hmm. But they're all screwed up. Some of them Mm -hmm. are even pretty much batshit crazy. And so once you stop moving and and start settling in things that's when things start brewing and and nobody everybody's new to it nobody's you know i'm sure i mean obviously rick's thinking that you got to take this thing carefully and he's already you know he's identifies himself as a leader reluctantly Mm -hmm. but um yeah, so maybe people would start doing stuff like this because it would actually be at least something resembling life before. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, well, some of the same pro- even some of the same problems when, are when better you're... than just the everyday <laughs> good life of zombie life. So, yeah, when you're not having to have a day-to-day encounter with beings that are trying to rip you in half and eat your internal organs when you're able to come away from that and actually try and refocus in on normalcy it does it it brings the whole idea the whole concept of what's actually going on in your life heavily into focus and that can uh, radically affect someone you've got time to be bitchy Yes, basically. Yes, your your focus isn't foc- your focus isn't on how on, do I survive? Survival. Yeah, yeah, it's it's also, on. Lori could be a bit hormonal because she pissed positive on her pregnancy test. There you go. And that was that that was a scene you don't see in TV shows very often. Is yeah. a in squatting in a in a field and peeing. It was funny. I was watching it and, and going. Okay, and if I didn't know she was sitting there squatting to pee, this could be a, just a really nicely lit outdoor scene of somebody s- sitting in a f- squatting in a field and looking up at the stars and having a quiet moment, being introspective and all that. But no, right, then you right. realize but, she's. But luckily, got- the caption said urinating sound. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, just- I was watching it with the captions on, and I'm like, oh, oh wow, <laughs> so- thanks. Thanks, ADA. <laughs> eh, you Help know, but that's nece- that, that would be necessary. Well, true. I think they could figure it out, actually. But if you can't hear, how do you know what that sounds like? Ooh, well, <laughs> you know, well, Bill, let's think this through. Not all deaf people have been born deaf. That's true. It could be people who have of deaf lost, the, lost their hearing over but a period I think of time. I, I think we're being cruel to, to, to those that were born deaf. Yeah. And and I, you know, I haven't taught. I used to go to school at RIT, which had a huge school yeah. of the deaf. And I wish, if I was still doing that, I could have. The ones who came over to smoke pot with me could have told me. Yeah. If they might, you know, those sounds, they might just make something up in their mind. Like a vibration. Or up, yeah, to draw up whenever they, you know. If you're getting a vibration off someone else peeing, that's that's some pretty impressive. Uh, hey man, whatever, no, whatever no. you're into, I you know uh, it's fine with me. Wow, it's like an earthquake. You know? <laughs> used to have bands at our house, well, and you could have you could have senses yep. like Daredevil. And somebody's urinating in a field 500 yards away. <laughs> when we, when we had a band when we would you have bands at our house. Deaf people would come from far and wide to watch watch a live band, and they would sit there and hug the the um speakers the speakers they would put their hands on them and they 
loved it and i was just like really it's fun and they're just like oh my god you know movement is going along with vibrations and blah 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 they're just like it's awesome hmm. so well you know it's all fun and games so somebody puts their penis on it trying to get the vibrations <laughs> it never happened once uh, what a great story that would have been whoops uh, i think i've spoke too much uh, <laughs> Did you want to tell us about the, the the concert that you went to, Bill? I did go to Heart on Tuesday uh, this week. All <laughs> but right, it was me then. and my wife. How do <laughs> I get you alone? I'm certain the Wilson sisters were very thankful that you did not put your penis on any of their speakers. Did, did they have special filters to make them look skinny on stage? Oh, <laughs> oh. TV. The Actually. Blunt. Nancy didn't need it, need one. She was she's still skinny. Yeah, and yeah. the one who's Anne, kind of ponderous is she? Yeah, Anne Anne was pretty, but Anne's voice was immaculate. She was beautiful. With yeah, and she think, sounds the same as she did years ago. No different. Nancy, eh, not so much, but she still plays a mean guitar. So, uh, you and know, in her sixties. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, you know, going back to Walking Dead, I want to say that uh, the well scene, I just wanted oh. to come on that. That is perhaps some of the best effects. I, that, I've got to assume that they pumped a lot of the effects budget into that walker because that yes. was a that was an awesome, awesome kill. The and, only nitpick I got with it is that Glenn never put that rope around a zombie. I, st- I paused it and I backed it up. There was no when they pulled him out as he was coming up. That rope was not attached to the Zat zombie. I know it's a nitpick, but there were there were a lot. Of, I had a lot of technical quibbles with that scene. Yeah, well, on the one they they had like four people holding Glenn, four people on one rope with one guy going down. That's not too bad. That's they were like, Rrr! and they had it braced on. Yeah, on the well. On the, the well, well which, and there was still enough pressure with four or five people holding it to pull it out of the well and make all those guys, all those people springing forward because of the weight of Glenn. Yeah, Glenn, yeah. He, he's got to be well, 180 pounds soaking wet. Probably soaking, 150. Soaking wet, yeah. Well, they should have probably just never put it around the freaking well thing. But they should have just lowered him down. I don't know why they did this whole elaborate right, but that's what I'm saying. setup. And and there were shots where when they were pulling up or letting him down where I could tell that there wasn't any weight on the other end of the rope. You could see a yeah, little slack. And, were, yeah, because when they were pulling him up, I saw that too. Shane yes. had the rope like in his hand in the front and in his backhand he had a loop of rope. In yes. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought the horse was pulling him up. Right, right, so, right, right. Like, and yeah. I also was thinking, why are they doing all this when they have a horse? And then at least at the, when they were pulling up, <laughs> pulling up the zombie at the end, it's like, all right, they're using the horse. That makes sense. But since they had the horse, that horse would have just like pulled that just zombie up right just by out. walking. Yeah, yeah just well, by walking. Well, well, maybe the horse was racist. <laughs> I ain't pulling no Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> that was just bloat. <laughs> I'm sure that was just Farmer Brown from down the road. Looked <laughs> Bob. He was all, all water zombies are called Bob. I love it. Oh. <laughs> but that was great. He was just waterlogged. It was a very good effect. Do you think Maggie knew him? 
I mean, she got upset Possible. because because yeah. they're well. That that's what I kept thinking. Uh, it's like, does she know this person? Because we know that they are putting well. There might be other zombies around that they know. I, I think they wouldn't somewhere. have subtexted that. I think they would have had her say, "That's Farmer Brown, far, you know, Farmer Bob Brown, Brown yeah. from down the street." I think it was. But more they did than... use it as a good, good way to show that, like, yeah, maybe they haven't been killing the zombies. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it was more to the fact that Maggie had never seen a zombie kill like that, or had never seen yeah. a zombie fall apart and still be active and have to be yeah, killed. Yeah, because it's like. Well, what do we do? And before he can finish, yes. T Dog just beats its head in with a pipe. Mm-hmm. See, I, the the Better stuff shut in down this that ep- well. <laughs> mm-hmm. The stuff in this episode with Maggie and Glenn is is their story is great because she sees you know Side she sees boob. she Side sees him boob. yes, <laughs> and and she sees you know she sees him you know I'll go down the well you know. And so she's probably already been like, okay, I like this guy and I'm horny. And I love that Glenn, you know, all by himself, looking through the the binoculars is like, hello, farmer's daughter. (laughs) Uh, But that once they're alone, he's just completely flummoxed and, you know, just if, if she didn't throw herself at him, he was done. Just done. Yeah. He, he was the luckiest guy in the world because he had he could he's he was well on his way of screwing it up 80 different ways with everything that came out of his mouth it was just a very charming well done scene well like and, I said Glenn, Glenn's one of the characters that I think they got right in translation from the comic and his naivete and his sort of awkwardness really work well on the show yes yeah, he. I mean, he springs right out of the comic. It's 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 amazing. It's an amazing job. Oh, what was, I had some notes. Let me. Oh yeah, my notes were Lori, 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 Maggie and Glenn, the well, CGI scene, the hat, the hat. What was going on with the hat? Coral got his oh, hat. Oh, the hat. The That's hat. right. Coral got that, and and the flower with the. The whole Cherokee, Cherokee Rose, yeah. Cherokee Rose. Yeah, this was. I think this is the moment where most of the female audience for The Walking Dead basically said, "Daryl is the person that I want to follow." I mean, oh. it, and, and and to his credit, uh, Norman Reedus does a good job. Uh, you know, coming from that sort of jerk ass, you know, back backwater hick, and that we saw in the first season, to an actual well-motivated caring character and his interaction with carol we'll see carries on throughout the rest of the series and even up until you know the episode that we watched tonight Tonight. and everybody's like oh you know he's tried to get carol's pants but as as it goes on he's very gentlemanly (laughs) Mm -hmm. for for being for being the most sort of backwards hillbilly redneck type person he is probably one of the most exactly right one of the most gentlemanly one of the most noble characters in the in the series so even yeah, more so than rick at times oh yeah he's he's well i think part of partially um at this point you know he's kind of dedicated to to finding um the, the little girl but at the same time i think he He's not entirely uh, too comfortable with the group. I don't think he, he entirely likes the group. He's with them. He's accepting it. He's still pissed about his brother. Well, And Rick kind of tries to cut him loose. 
Yeah, if he wants to go. He, and he, he's like, hey, we got a base now, you know, I understand you don't have to stay. And, you know, you don't ha- have to go look for... Uh, yeah, and, you know, and, and he's I like... Mean, he wants to, and I and yeah. I think maybe he's got, you know, a little kind of the eyes for Carol. But also, I think he would rather be out on his own in the woods with his, with his crossbow, poking mm-hmm. around, you know, basically hunting, and having something to do and something to keep his mind occupied, rather than... He's, he's the smartest one. He's not there brewing getting himself into trouble like everybody else is mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't have any aside from his brother who i guess he's assuming for whatever reason is dead he doesn't have the sort of immediate baggage that everyone else has around yeah. the barn. yeah all like you know carol and and laurie are are plant are start riling up all the guys Rick start getting ready to start trouble with herschel you know getting ready to butt heads with with Herschel and and yeah, yeah everybody and Andrea and Dale are having their deal. Yeah. And so he's the only one who's really unburdened by any of these sort of within that BS group. He's more issues. burdened by his brother. Yeah, he's more and, and and his brother's out of the picture, so he doesn't right. have anything else to focus on aside from trying to help out and find Sophia. So it it, Which, it allows his character to be that more interesting. I don't think it's ever really explained, or are we just to assume that somebody, maybe Sophia, was in that house in, in the woods that he finds because he finds the eaten food. I, I always somebody that that, somebody was in there. I mean, well, when he, you could tell when he smelled the sardines, if they were bad, he would it would have been instantly like, Wah. but he was he right. was like, hmm, and he is instantly more on alert. So yeah, it was it was meant to get it was that was the whole and still hope, and then he found the Cherokee Rose. Mm-hmm. I've I've always thought that that could either be Sophia or Merle was actually there, but I know there's no proof of that that Merle was there. Yeah, well, it's no, but it could have been in his mind too. Right. I, I found it strange that he didn't mention he mentioned the rose, but he didn't mention the sardine can, the sardine can, or, or the or the 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 pillow, the blanket in the yeah in the, in, the in the closet. Right. Right. He, that he didn't say, you know, I found because he didn't want to instill too much hope, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Or the writers didn't think of it. Yeah. Unknown. Destination unknown. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Do you hear me? Everything got All I need is another song playing in your head. Feet in my head. <laughs> well, is it in your head? In your head, like a zombie. 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 That would be hellish if you found out that the song that was stuck in your head still loops even after you die and become a zombie. So you're Oh, walking. Lord. Like, oh. my baby takes a morning <laughs> train. You know, going on in your head. I'm oh. fixing a hole where the rain gets That's okay. In. I'll take a Beatles Stop. song, but it's always going to be something, yeah, it's, you know. It's going to be, Jenny, Jenny, where do I turn to? <laughs> shout, down, shout, down, let down, it all down. out. Yeah, it's something stupid. Just these are the stains I can do with. Oh wait, oh, no, so that's either. Weird Al says that that's favorable by. by <laughs> <laughs> if you can, yeah, if you can take it and somehow turn it into the Weird Al version, you're okay. But yeah, I can take anything and turn it into a Weird Al, Weird Al song. <laughs> there you go. 
Oh, so says the flashing picture that looks like the aliens guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to be? I I resemble that remark. Well, I should. <laughs> what which picture do I have up? Is it the picture picture or is it the it's, uh, it's the, you, the Avengers shirt and the the hair? You've got the hair and you've got the hand. Oh, okay. You got the hands ahead of you. You know the statement hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. the speak, speaking statement hands. Well, because Mark Kallenbach had drawn me one too. I didn't remember which one I had up there. So, yeah, so many. He just sent me a picture of Alvin, the a single one of Alvin in his back to the bins gear. How that guy? That guy must just be drawing all the time. His oh, stuff is really elaborate. It's I it's, know. And he he's did you see the Modoc he sent us? He sent us a Modoc. It's on the page somewhere. He I'll is have dead. to check it out. This, this is the second show this month that he's been getting raved about. He's been especially active. Well, good. Maybe if somebody, there's got to be somebody out there listening that'll give Mark a break. Screw the rest of us. Give Just him give a million a dollars to yeah. start drawing comics. As if anybody gets a million dollars to draw comics. For the days. love of God, his stuff, his stuff is as out there. You know, I don't want to. This isn't a disparaging thing, but his stuff is as out there as Life Yield, but it's significantly better. I mean, it it's 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 his own style. The proportions are wild and crazy, but it's it's so so detailed and good to look at. That Darth Vader that he drew, that that one that just had all those the different line and ink work in there. That's just amazing stuff to look at. Yeah, he's. To, to me, his style leans like more towards the, the cartoony underground, mm-hmm. especially in. And there were a lot of underground artists who had that really like Robert Williams was one that was doesn't really look like Mark Kambach, but very detailed in the same sort of way. And uh, yeah, I I've always been a sucker for, ever since I was a little kid for extremely detailed art and panoramas of you know. Did you ever see the picture he did of just the big giant battle? Yeah, it's just oh, a, yeah. It was it was basically an extension of stuff that like kids would draw in their you know I don't know what his motivation for was it just to draw it but I mean it reminds me of being in elementary school and drawing these elaborate you know scenarios in my notebook I should have been paying attention in class and I, uh, I just put up the the one he sent me Alvin I changed the name of it to Alvin Master nice. <laughs> But uh, yeah, oh, uh, open that up and see what he's. Uh, that's that's the one where he had Alvin with uh, Paul, um, Scott, and I on the back of the bins. But it's one; it's just him, just the cat, and his armor. Simply the cat. Yes. Simply the cat. Right. Right, are we still doing this show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, we can clean it up a little. <laughs> okay. All right, well, thanks for listening to Walking Dead Wednesday, everyone. Catch us next time. There we go. Yeah, we'll There's see you next month. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I think next month. What are we doing next month? Comic. Comics. Comic. Get for so. the life of me, can't tell tell you which what number it is, but it's the next one in line. I want to say like 55 or 6. Yeah, something like that. It's, something like it's that. the later 50s. I know it's it's the reveal. It's Abraham's reveal. I believe, yeah, I believe mm-hmm. they've just... Yeah, I believe we we were almost lined up with the TV show. 
Yeah, because I remember last comic was, you know, I've, uh, I I'm the TV tell you show as it is in current time. Yes, <laughs> not the TV yeah. That's show that, that that's weird that we're kind of lined up with the TV show in some respects with what we're covering with the comics, but we're not yeah. lined up with the TV show with the TV show. Yeah, no TV show or the comics that we're currently doing with the TV show that we're currently doing. Yeah, because so, yeah, t- it's all fiddledy fucked. Yeah, the TV show currently has already done something that we'll be getting to. The, right, the whole right. Hunter storyline. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm so tired. I haven't slept a wink. I'm so tired. My mind is on the brink. I wonder, should I get up? And fix myself a drink No, no, no I'm so tired I don't know what to do I'm so tired My mind is set on you I wonder should I call you But I know what you would do You'd say, I'm putting you on, but it's no joke. It's doing me harm, you know, I can't sleep. I can't stop my brain, you know, it's three weeks. And I'm going insane, you know, I give you everything I've got for a little peace of mind. I'm so tired, I'm feeling so upset. Although I'm so tired, I'll have another cigarette and curse Walter Raleigh. He was such a stupid get. You'd say I'm putting you on, but it's no joke. It's doing me harm, you know, I can't sleep. I can't stop my brain, you know, it's three weeks And I'm going insane, you know, I give you everything I've got for a little peace of mind Give you everything I've got for a little peace of mind Give you everything I've got for a little peace of mind I was just <sighs> waiting to do that. <laughs> see, I, the whole song. see, when you said I'm so tired, I thought of the Battle and Con song from Blazing Saddles. You were going to sing I'm that. Tired. I'm <laughs> so, so tired. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm curious as a hell that's an album. Uh, Dr. Bill sings Madeline Kahn. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> flames, flames, shooting. It's true. <laughs> Sorry, 12 Schnitzengruber is my limit. No, 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 no. Yes, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Wang. <laughs> You have to sing our sweet mystery of life. I have found you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm cutting it there. That might because I want the last line. 
There you okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, uh, okay, I'm, I'll I stop we'll the recording. Do you want me to keep If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, Soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.